Welcome back to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 53 today. Easton, it is a Saturday morning. How are you doing today? Good, good. I'm tired. I'm glad I got a nice coffee. Yeah, that's always a good thing. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a nice weekend. Uh, we're coming off of a Wednesday episode. Uh, not that much has really happened in news that far, but or that much, but I mean, the NBA offseason can't really start to do trades yet. Yet, um, not I'm, until Wednesday, I don't think. There was think, one so. big piece of news. Well, yeah. 20 seconds after we got done recording. Yeah, on Wednesday we got done recording, and of course right after comes out that Russell Westbrook has pretty much requested a trade from Houston. He just said he wants out of Houston. Um, that that I was literally checking my phone the whole episode just to see if anything was coming out, and it did. And pretty much... Uh, there's been talks about, like, earlier there was talks about the Clippers and Knicks both being interested in Russell Westbrook. And then the Charlotte Hornets apparently are, like, the, the front runner, I guess, yeah. at, at Russell Westbrook. Um, one thing is there is a way that the Clippers can get Westbrook, like, without with keeping George and Leonard. How? I saw a trade, that, and it, it would work. Did it make sense? Yeah, it was Lou Will. It was, it was pretty much Montrezl Harrell leaves, you know? Yep. It was Lou Will... Pat Bev, Zubats, and some of that Cabin Jaylay dude that the dude don't play, and a pick for Westbrook, and that worked. And then, then they would just have like zero money left, and they would just have to sign all minimum Mid-level. guys. Yeah, but there'd be guys who wanted to play for that team. Oh, like yeah. guys who want to win, who take that middle Westbrook exception. and Kawhi though. I don't really know Westbrook those, and Paul George. Ego- I mean, it worked before. Not no, really. I mean, it didn't work, but they they were like they. It's not like they didn't get along. No, though. like they. Yeah, they were they were good teammates, but yeah. I don't know how I like the Westbrook and Kawhi like I don't like egos. I think there's least. too many egos on that team. Already, Paul George and then you, and like, then you throw yeah. Russell Westbrook. At, Paul George became one of the cockiest players in the league this year. Yeah, for like, no for reason. no reason. No reason. He, that whole LA Clippers team they literally just made everyone hate them. Yeah, because they were the most cocky. I mean, Montrezl Harrell and Lou Will. Are just Pat Bev? Oh, Pat. Now Lou Will ain't really that. Not as much as as the rest. Of no, them. but Pat Bev is awful. Pat Bev, yeah. I can't stand Marcus that, dude. Morris. Just added to the flame. Yeah, it, it got worse as the season went on. We'll give it Zubats. He's pretty chill. <laughs> he's pretty dope. Shamit, you know, he, he, he's he's fine. But yeah. the rest of them, no. Well, did you see the picture of Paul George kissing the PS Five? Yeah, and then AD was kissing the trophy. And did it you said see? The he got, well, he got married. Uh, or he got engaged to his fiance, now fiance, uh, and it said she got a ring first. Or he might have got married, but it was just a picture of her, and it, he had hashtag she got a ring first, which is just like, why do you got to r- roast yourself yeah, like that? Ouch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just kind of the first news. Do you have any like any Westbrook like where you'd like to see Westbrook? Uh, I want to see him in a big market. I don't want to see him in Charlotte or Detroit. I want to see him on the Knicks, bro. I want to see him on the I Knicks. I still want to see him on the Knicks. Me too. Um, but th- do you think this means Harden is gone too, or yeah. like unless unless they get a but if you can't get much from Charlotte, that's gonna keep Harden in contention. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, what are you gonna get, Malik Monk? Uh, you're gonna get Rozier because of money. You're gonna get Tyler Zeller because of money. Cody. Cody. We did I do this last episode? Yeah. Um, you know, you might throw in Biombo instead of Zeller, whichever one the Rockets would rather have. And then you get like pick not, you definitely don't get pick three. You get like no. a top 10 protected pick next year. Maybe. I don't know. Not really anything that's going to. Yeah. And that means Harden's gone. And then where did the free, somebody just requested a trade 
and their destinations like the Nets. Oh, it was hard. Well, no, hard. He didn't request. He but. said it, it came. I don't know if he personally said this, but it came out that if he were to leave, if he were to get traded, he would want it to be to the Sixers, Nets. the Nets, and the what was the third Heat. one? The Heat. Yeah. yeah. Which. Oh my God, Jimmy and Harden together. Those two would that dominate. Would be excellent, Jimmy. You guard the best guy. Harden, you score every time. You score on the best guy. Now that would involve uh, if let's say James Harden gets traded to the Heat, right? Tyler Kendrick Nunn is Bam. Duncan. Do you got to give up Bam, dude? You might have to give up Bam for Harden. Well, they're already in rebuilding mode, so I don't think they'd you'd give up Bam. the Rockets. Like if because if they're trading Harden, they've also already traded Westbrook. You might be able to go Tyler Duncan and Kendrick. And a pick. Well, you're going to have to throw in Tyler, Duncan, Kendrick. You're going to have to throw in uh, Olenek, at least, for money-wise. Who is another person that's making a lot of money? Well, Gordon Iguodala. 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 Oh, Iguodala. I knew there was one more guy. Yep. Um, I hope Iguodala gets traded. I don't know, season. dude. Harden is like a one of the best shooting guards of all time. Like I feel like you might have to give up Bam, dude. But then at that point, I don't think it's worth it. No. Because you don't want to give up Bam with all those guys. Yeah. If you just are giving up Bam and like Igadala, I still uh, don't, I don't know. know. I actually I don't know either because I, Har- think, I love Harden, but he's he's thirty one, thirty. Yeah, like I'm not giving up that much for Harden. Um, but especially even, if he wants out. Yeah, but if if there's any way you can do it without giving up Bam, Whatever that big three is that's all you need. Yeah, that's that's a, all you need. That's a instant championship favorite for me. At least, at least in uh, Eastern Conference yes, favorite. Eastern Conference favorite. That's what I meant. Um, but like, I saw Stephen A. Smith came out on on first take and was like, Russell Westbrook doesn't want to play with James Harden no more. And Russell, it was posted on Instagram, and Russell Westbrook literally commented on it and said like, "Where y'all come up with this stuff? Yeah, it's not about uh, Harden. Ha- happy birthday to me or something like that." Because it was on his birthday, and it was just like, and then Harden posted a picture with Westbrook on his birthday, like wish him a happy birthday, and it had nothing to do with basketball. It's just like, I don't think Harden and Westbrook have a problem playing with. No, each they other. love each other. Like, They've mentioned. Well, how I've heard they like Westbrook it. said that there's rumors that he wants to be the primary guy again, mm-hmm. and he and you know that's. But that's not a diss on that's Harden. That's not a diss on Harden at all. It's just like it's not saying I don't want to play with him. It's just I want to be. Kind of is, but like it's like I want to be the guy on my next team. Yeah. he knows he's not better than Harden. No, There's I, yeah, no I think world he, that I think he knows that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, him and Harden are brothers. Like they, yeah. they're they're some of the best friends in the league. So. I mean, you, when you hear Harden talk about Westbrook, there's no bad blood. Because no. Harden just, I love playing with the guy. Is the and most it would energy. Be, yeah, like when Westbrook when they lost in the playoffs, Harden said, "We got to do whatever it takes to get me and Russ to the next level." Yeah. Um, looks like you and Russ might not even <laughs> might not exist. Next I year. saw the one trade uh, with the Clippers that and did involve Paul George, and it was Paul George going to the Rockets for I saw that. Westbrook and Covington and a 2022 pick, one of the few picks that Houston has. I actually like that trade. I, I like, like Paul George <sighs> and James Harden on the same team. But but for the Clippers' sake, though, like how do you how does that make you better? I don't know, and I don't think it does. I don't think Russell Westbrook. I I know it sounds crazy. I don't think he makes a lot of teams who are contenders better, unless you um, without giving. I mean, without giving up someone that's better than him, you know. Yeah. Like giving up, like obviously, if you give up Lou Will and and Pat Beverly, yeah, for, you're gonna get better for Westbrook. Yeah, that makes your team better. But yeah. like when you're giving up another star, it's like I'd probably take Paul George over Westbrook. Like I, Westbrook just has such a system fit issue where he struggles to fit. In I just a hope system. that we get to see the Westbrook that we saw. Uh, Okay, see. MVP. Okay, no, like like Houston, like before the shutdown, like when he was averaging Clint Capella gets when traded. he was averaging a thirty point triple double. Yeah, after Clint got traded, like yeah. 
Westbrook still got it. Like he does. He, it's just he just needs the he just needs the the place like to, yeah. where he can put it all together. But I don't know. I'm I'm interested about the Westbrook thing. Um, Westbrook. I, I'm has, really intrigued. I really hope the Pistons don't trade for him. Like I would love that, but like Westbrook's gonna make us decent. Like we're not just still gonna suck. Like we're we'll, yeah. We'll be we'll be right back into that seven through nine seed. Yeah. Because you, you trade place. probably Christian Wood and Luke Kennard. Westbrook. Yeah, you had no. You trade Blake Griffin. I've seen like literally Blake Griffin for Westbrook, and we also get a second round pick in it. Oh, that actually makes sense. Yeah, like I like I would like Blake Griffin's the more valuable one. Yeah, makes which us, I don't get that. That actually makes us Loki a good team. I know, like, like that's the thing. Like team. we're a solid, but like we're a solid to be the seventh seed. It's and, like when and we got lose Blake Griffin, and get swept. Like when we got Blake exactly. Griffin, we and I don't want solid. that. No, me either. Um. But yeah, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen with Westbrook. Uh, like I said, the draft is on Wednesday. I'm super excited for that, and that's when all these trades can start to go down. Next uh, thing on the news, what were you going to say? About Oladipo. That's literally what I was going to yeah, say. I didn't, yeah. know. I didn't know if that was on Oladipo, list. pretty much. It, oh, man, what's going on with Oladipo, man? Well, okay, so. It's so weird. The reports came out that he, when he talking, when he played the Raptors in the Heat, was like. And the Knicks, too, dude. And the Knicks, apparently. I didn't hear about yeah. the Knicks. But he was like, I. he was telling all the players, like, you guys need to get me. I want to be out of here. I want to play with y'all. Yeah, and, you'd say, can I come play with y'all? Yeah. In the middle of the game, right in front of his teammates. And then reports came out three days later that Oladipo never said that, and he's committed to the Pacers fully. Yeah, he, he, he came out and said, well, it, it didn't come out. He said, I never said that. And yeah. he said, I'm I'm 100% committed to the Pacers. About a month after he said he wanted to get traded. Yeah. And he was the one who said he wanted to so get traded. So is he just covering his ass? I think so. Right? Right. If you say you want because to be traded, then this the thing comes is, out. This just makes you look bad no matter what. Because who, if let's say I'm the Toronto Raptors, right, and I say, this dude said that to my to to another team. He said, "I don't. I want to come play with y'all." Like, he, that's not that shows. You know, that's just like not. That's like immature almost. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just not being committed to your team. I know maybe he's frustrated with this situation, but you don't let it show like that. No, you, know, you, you don't start talking. You to try other to keep teams. it behind the scenes. You know, like yeah. I that's don't know. That's, un- that's unprofessional. Un- it's super unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. and like not, a team probably wouldn't be interested in that. So it's smart of him to try and cover his tracks. Like. I didn't say that. What? Like, I love this team, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I still think he's going to get traded 100%. Though. There's mm-hmm. no way he doesn't after this wild offseason for him. This offseason is actually shaping up to be... Everybody thought it was going to be like an eh. It's yeah, because it was like, oh, crazy. Anthony Davis is the only good free agent. And then it's like, oh, wait. Pretty Westbrook much everyone is going to get traded. Yeah. James Harden might get traded. Yeah. That that would be the... Cra- that's crazier than Paul George getting traded. That's crazier than Kyrie Irving getting traded. Like, Harden mm-hmm. is would be the... Biggest star to get traded and since it's it's as crazy as I the don't know Kawhi Leonard signing yeah the highway, I don't know that was the whole nuts. highway robbery the Kawhi night. and Paul George same to L A on the same night was the craziest thing probably I remember ever. waking up I'm just looking at my phone like what happened I'm just going through Twitter and it's like that yeah was I hot. woke up like, that yeah I remember it all happened at like three in the morning yeah. <laughs> And like Kawhi was like secretly meeting with Paul George and the Clippers. Yeah, I know. Also, while openly meeting with the Lakers. Well, and he and Paul George told Sam Presti he wanted to be traded, and he like they 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 agreed to keep it like super low key, like we're not gonna release this to the press, and then just bam. Yeah. What the hell? Well, because everybody then Kawhi was like, oh, he's just teasing the Lakers, so they can't get any pet. It's just players. so weird to think about how much the value of players can change too, because like you look at. What Paul George was traded for last year, like in insane, like finished third in MVP voting, like first team NBA, one of the best players in the league last year with OKC or two years ago, I guess with OKC. And then you look at like now, if Paul George were to get traded, like it's for Westbrook and, yeah. and Covington. You're not getting Shea and like I, you know, Westbrook is cool, but you're not getting Shea Gallo and seven first round picks. Yeah, you know, exactly. like 
I don't know. It's just it's so and like Chris Paul is just another thing too. Like he got you know he, his trade value is nothing. Mm-hmm. And now I would almost say that Chris Paul has more trade value than Russell Westbrook does, and they oh, were traded my. for each other last year. Yeah, I definitely think Chris Paul has a lot more trade value. I think yeah. The thing is, if the Rockets were to keep Chris Paul last year, I honestly think they have a very good chance at going to the NBA Finals if they have Chris Paul. Because I don't think I think them with Capella, are you talking like bubble this year? Yeah. I don't know because they, they, then they wouldn't have traded Capella, right? But I think they, they're better with. They have just brought back the same squad, but yeah. but Chris Paul was. We don't know how because Chris Paul. I mean, he still wasn't very good in his last year in Houston. He he really wasn't, yeah. you know. And so we don't know if he would have turned that gear like he did in OKC. So if, as long as he commits to vegan, veganism, oh yeah, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. Next thing on the news is uh, Lamelo Ball, top prospect, worked out for Golden State, Detroit, and Charlotte the other day. Uh, the Pistons have been pretty active, saying that they want Lamelo Ball. That's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of been the focus point. Um, I'm still committed to Lamelo Ball, and yeah, I mean that's, we got to make a move soon though. I mean the draft is Wednesday. Yeah, I mean you could make a move on draft night, and that's you know, what like it usually Trey Young and Luca. That was on draft night. Um, you just got to go. Yeah, you got to go. I mean, like this, I just I'm so excited for the draft. It's literally in like sick. This upcoming week is going to be. Amazing! I'm so. We got hoops on Tuesday night against the frat (laughs) boys. Wednesday we got the draft, and then we got off season starts on Friday. I'm not even sure. Free agency starts Friday. I have no idea what you're talking about when you say hoops on Tuesday. Oh yeah, we got hoops on Tuesday. We're in a men's league, and we're so cold. We're so nasty. (laughs) And then, and then guess what? College hoops starts the following Wednesday. Like, how awesome is that? It's gonna be insane, and it just keeps getting crazier because then we're gonna be watching high school basketball. Like, yeah, Imani's going to be playing a lot. Yeah, on TV, too. That was actually uh, next what was on my news thing. Uh, Imani Bates played against Chet Holmgren, two number one overall players in their uh, classes. Chet is 2021, Imani's 2022. If you have never got a chance, I mean, I pretty much, you know, most people from Michigan have known and seen Imani Bates, but Chet Holmgren is is nasty. Oh my, he's unreal. Dude is insane. His footwork is crazy. Me and Scoob and Jagger watched this this whole game between Team Sizzle, uh Chet's team and Ipsy Prep, Imani's new prep school. Wow, it was a it was it was such a fun game to watch. Imani ended with 36 and 10. Uh Chet Holmgren averaged or finished with 31, 12 rebounds and 6 blocks. The dude in, coming into that game was averaging a triple double with blocks. That's unbelievable. So is Team Sizzle his high school like his No, he goes to Mini Haha Academy. That's what I thought. Uh, That's like his, It's just like I don't know what that AU team, team is. Yeah, I think. I think it is too. Um but I was wondering is, is Ipsy Prep like a school now or is it just this team? Is it just does he still go to Lincoln? Like, I think it's a prep no, I think it's an Ipsy prep school. Is it an actual school though? Yeah. I think but like it's like you know how Julian Newman had his prep school last year? Yeah. There's like one building where they took online classes. Is that yeah. I think that's what theirs is. Because I, I, I wonder how many kids go because it's Money Bates like dad made the, the school, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, like he so is their home court Concordia? I don't know. I don't know if they were just playing there just because it was on TV and everything. But, uh, yeah, they did play at Concordia. It was a good game. But I will say, you know, Chet Holmgren kind of outplayed uh, Amoni Bates, even though Amoni had a he had a very quiet 36. Yeah. Like, you, you didn't think he dropped 36 That's points. That's what my dad, my dad was telling me. He's like, I could not tell that guy. But Holmgren 36. just wasn't missing, though. Like, he, he only missed, like, four shots in the whole game. Plays like a guard, and he's seven foot tall. Like, he's just so smooth. Like, he, I've never seen a player. I, he doesn't have a... Like, Amoni Bates NBA comparison is Kevin Durant, and it's like... Not even it's close. So, he's so similar to Kevin Durant. It's the Kobe-Michael Jordan comparison. But, but Yeah, it is. But Chet Holmgren doesn't have one. Like, mm-hmm. he is... he. I, I've never seen somebody like him. He's yeah. like... 
if Jokic was skinny and faster. Like skinny, skinny. Jokic. But that's like that's why would I even say yeah. that? Like, how is that even a comparison? And I don't think he's got the playmaking ability. Jokic yeah. has. But I would just I'm I'm super because Amoni Bates has never really got to play on the national level, uh, and against national talent like this. So it's it's gonna be because he's played against Michigan dudes for the first yeah. two years of high school. So it's been huge. This is gonna be a huge year for Amoni. This is where he can really show he's the number one player in the country. Yeah, is what his goal is. Yeah, exactly. And then the last thing on the news that I have is uh, actually some college basketball news. The Ivy League announced that they are canceling all uh, winter sports. I, they might have said postponed, actually, but I don't. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, they were the first team. They were the first school to do it back in March when March Madness got canceled. So hopefully, this isn't like last time. I don't think it will be. I, I don't mean, think so. Ivy League is the only big conference not playing, especially football with right high now. school still playing and everything. Yeah. Like Ivy League is obviously more concerned about. Scholars and 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 actual like student work than yeah. than the, sports. The you future know? presidents. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's get into some college football games this weekend. The number one team in the country, Alabama, was supposed to take on LSU, but that game has been canceled due to COVID nineteen. Uh, several games have now been postponed yeah, Clemson, due to COVID. Clemson's game got postponed. Did it? Yeah. Dang, I didn't even know that. Um, but yeah, like there's been several games getting postponed now because of COVID. It's Ah, it's, it's 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 weird. I don't it's getting know. Scary. It's getting scary as far as like, are they gonna finish the year for a college football playoff? Uh, the college football playoff is wide open right now. Like, I mean, Bama and and Notre Dame and Ohio State are kind of like stapled in right now. But after that, it's like Notre Dame could lose, and then it's just yeah. like, what's gonna happen? Um, I still think Clemson has to make it. I mean, without Trevor Lawrence, they'd lost by six. Yeah, to Notre Dame, and it and it was a really good game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but some notable games this weekend. Uh, number 10, Indiana, who just defeated Michigan last week, is headed to East Lansing to take on Michigan State, who's trying to come uh, get a bounce-back win. Number 2, Notre Dame, is taking on Boston College. Uh, Boston College, remember, they almost beat Clemson the, the first week that Trevor Lawrence was out, so that honestly might be a good game. And then number 13, Wisconsin, travels to Ann Arbor to take on the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan is 1-2 and two right now, and if they were to lose this game, it would be their worst four-game start since 1967. Fire Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I don't care if they, if they win this. for Michigan, that's, that's unheard of. If, if they win this football game, I will be shocked. <laughs> like, big time. You think so? Oh, there's I, I think there's almost a 0% chance they win this football game. They Zero. Have, I mean, they. I don't know if I. I tried to find out if Wisconsin's quarterback was playing. Right, uh, Graham Mertz. I. I because he was he got ruled out for COVID uh, two weeks ago. Yep. And everything was like pretty much saying I don't know. Like we don't know <laughs> if he's gonna play yet. Like no one knows. And it probably I could probably find it right now just because the game is today. But in an hour. Uh, yesterday I was trying to find it and like I literally could not. It was all like he might play. Like we don't know. He probably will. I would assume. I think he would. It's been two weeks. And Trevor yeah. Lawrence got a ten days, so exactly. Yeah, think. it's just different rules. But I don't, um, I don't really understand it. Some NFL news: uh, the Colts beat the Titans on Thursday night. Did you pick the Titans? Yeah, you did. I picked the yeah because I, I picked yeah, the Colts. Picked so if we are to tie, that's not looking good for you. Not looking good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Colts scored twenty four straight to win this game. The Titans were up seventeen ten, and the Colts ended up winning thirty four seventeen. I just want to give a fantasy update for like some of our fantasy guys. You know, like uh, how's how's fantasy going for you? This week has started off horrible. Jonathan Taylor went from a top five running back in the NFL for oh, fa- fantasy. No, fantasy wise, fantasy he was killing it. I don't know about top five. Top Maybe 10. the probably the best rookie running he back. Top ten. 
uh, fantasy running backs. He was getting like 16, 17 points a game. He, the last three games... He got like four carries the other night for like seven yards. The last three games, he hasn't scored over 10 points. The Colts have Naheem Hines and and Jordan Wilkins, and they just like let them... They won't give the ball to They have random games where they just go to those two, and they don't give it to JT, which is scary because I I have Jonathan Taylor in my dynasty league, and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a... Like, he's like my star going forward, so... I don't know. It's interesting to see if hopefully he can... Those guys are gone after this year, but... I'm, I'm really nervous about... John Taylor, and if he doesn't score over ten points next week, I'm trading him. Uh, Michael Thomas is your, back. Your trade deadline isn't up now in your league. No, it might be next week. Really, ours was this week. Um, I don't know. Jack is our commissioner. Jack, <laughs> Jack just does whatever's best yeah, for him. He does. Yeah, he's probably cheats it. <laughs> oh, he's Roger Goodell. But worse. <laughs> uh, Hashtag not. I got big Ben, and Big Ben was cleared to play today, which is super exciting because they play against the Bengals, and the Bengals aren't very good. So even though I'm Pretty sure I picked the Bengals to, to upset the Steelers. You yeah. did. But hopefully it's just like a 50-50 to 50 game and the Bengals win. Big Ben throws five touchdowns. Yep. Because I have Big Ben and Breeze, and I know I never know which one to start. Because like a week like last week, they both played really well. And then the week before that, they both each got like 11 points. So See, I've got a serious quarterback issue. and I do too, kind of, yeah. Like, no, my quarterbacks right now are Drew Locke and Tua. So how did you end up with that? Well, I had Stafford, but Stafford is horrible. Yeah, he's he's not very good for so, he just doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns this no. year. So I I picked up Drew Brees for next week. He's on my waiver claim. He was on a he was on a, he's a free agent. Yeah, that's kind of somebody crazy. somebody had to let go. Like so he I don't know, but I picked him up because I I don't really like trusting Drew Lock and Tua. Yeah, like the rookie and a guy who's and inconsistent. The, pretty much a rookie. It's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> Even though I love Drew Locke, he's probably one of my favorite yeah. quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm in such a bad situation right now, too, because I have so many guys that are questionable. Mm-hmm. I have DJ Chark, Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs. So there's like four other guys. I had I counted I had seven or I had eight guys that were either out or questionable this week on my team. Like and they're all like, Oh, we'll we'll know on Sunday if they're playing or not. It's like, can you just get clear to play right now? Holy moly, dude. I'll tell you what, my worst fantasy move this whole year. I don't even remember who I traded for him, but Robert Tunyon for the Packers. Yeah. He started off the year. right? Or is he a wide receiver? Tight end. Started off the year balling for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers just kept hitting him. The dude hasn't scored over like eight points in four (laughs) weeks since I got him. Tight ends are like, it's tight ends suck in fantasy. There's like the top three or four that you can rely on every week. And then after that, it's just like you could pick one up off waivers every week. There's literally no reason to That's have why, it. like, when you draft a tight end, you either have to commit to drafting one early, and if you don't draft one of those top three or four guys, you don't then you might one. as well just wait until the 11th round to draft one because yeah. they're all the same. It's you know, so the bad. Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, and Ertz. And Ertz isn't even no, that Ertz good this year. No, Ertz is awful this year. Going into him. this year, Ertz, like... I have Ertz. Hunter Henry's been pretty solid. I got Hunter Henry, but... Who else is like that? That's pretty much it. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. No, but there's uh. Mark Andrews was supposed Hayden to be Hurst. really good. Yeah, Hayden Hurst been really good this year. But Mark Andrews, like last year, was in that conversation. He, he was tier. good to start and off. And this, this year, season. he's just been he's he's not been bad, but mm-hmm. he's just been like inconsistent. Yeah, that's the whole the Ravens tenants. team fantasy players have just all been really inconsistent. The top three to four tight ends in the league are the most valuable players in fantasy. Oh, yeah, because you can rely on them every week to get you And you can't do that points. with anybody. I mean, there's like 12, 15 wide receivers you can rely on to get yeah. you points every week. Who would you say that is the best player in fantasy right now? 
Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, I agree. I just was wondering what if you had any other guys. Highway robbery with that trade, man. I Dalvin keep, Cook is e- easily the best fantasy player right easily. now. Um, it started off season being Kamara. Yeah, and then, yeah, definitely. Then what about down. wide receiver? Who do you, I'm trying to think of who the best wide receiver pie is right now. Mm. Hopkins is still really good, but he he has a couple games where he 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 puts up like seven points. And again, after the first three weeks, it was easily. Oh, it's Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Yeah, has but Devonte Adams has missed games though. Yeah, I'm just saying, but like right now he probably is. Yeah, but it all see. Yeah, right now the, he at is. At the start yes. of the year, it was Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, have, first, Cal- like, three I have him too. He's still been really. He's been really good, but now he's been battling injury, and it's just. Uh, and he's on by this week too. Adam Thielen was hot coming out the gates for me, but now I don't. Stephon even... Diggs has been pretty good too. Oh, Stephon Diggs. He's, he's been, been really solid. Kyle, Tyler Boyd every single week is having a good week. Yeah, I'm. I I have Josh Allen in my family league. And it's just he he makes me so nervous <laughs> every week. He because like the first three weeks of the year he was so good, and then like then it's just every week it's like okay, am I gonna get two interception, one fumble, one touchdown? You know, like ten points, Josh Allen, or am I gonna get last week 35, 35 points? You know, four hundred passing yards, four touchdowns, Josh Allen. Get this, T Higgins is the second. I have T Higgins as second yeah. wide receiver on the Bengals. He's solid. literally gets like thirteen points a game every week. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a single consistent wide receiver on my whole team. Really? My, I mean, I've got Thielen, him, like T. Higgins, uh, what Bears wide receiver, Allen Robinson. Yeah. Allen Robinson is so inconsistent. And Michael Thomas. Yeah. Like, those are four at good least, wide receivers. At least Mike Thomas is, is hopefully back. back for now, like, or for good now. I hope so. He was questionable <laughs> this week. All really? Week. He's been questionable, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. And I don't know whether to start Adam Thielen anymore because when Dalvin Cook came back, he's been getting, like, six points a game. But uh-huh. they have, they're going to start keying in on Dalvin Cook eventually. I have Melvin Gordon, too, because I, I have just— I like, like Melvin Gordon. See, I don't, though, because I have such a, like, problem at my flex right now. Like, my two wide receivers, my two running backs, I'm cool with. But my flex every week— Especially with Ridley on a bye this week, I like don't know who to put at flex every week. And last week I was read a bunch of videos or watched a bunch of videos said start Melvin Gordon this week. He's gonna he's gonna have a really good week. Dude had two points. And then this week he's projected the most out of anyone else. I'd rather start at flex, but I I don't it's want to, trust, to because yeah. it's like uh, why would I do that after he put up two points? And and they said he's gonna have a bounce back week this week, but it's like. Now, of course, now I don't start him. He probably will go off. I also have Juju, who's been really good the last three weeks. Not really good. Ten points. Juju's been really, really weird fantasy player. Well, he started year. off horrible. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he've, he's had games where he catches one pass. Yeah. But then these last three weeks, he's had like 15 points. That's good. So I'm going to start him this week. Uh, Willie's new Justin Jefferson jersey. Oh, yeah. So dope. I just got a bunch of new jerseys, uh, NFL jerseys, by the way. So I'm going to be rocking them in future episodes. Um. But yeah, is that pretty much is that is that any any other football things you want to talk about? I don't think so. That I need to I want to try on one of your medium jerseys so I can see how it fits. Yeah, when I get one. Um. So before we get into our uh, NBA topics for today, I do want to mention that, like I said, college basketball starts on November twenty fifth. That is a week from this upcoming Wednesday, so in about a week and a half. Uh, and some notable games that are going to be coming up after that on December first. Duke plays Michigan State, and Kentucky plays Kansas on December first. Ugh. I so hope that college basketball doesn't get interfered with. Me man. too. Like this year, this year should be awesome. I mean, all year for all of our favorites. Michigan, Michigan State should both be good. Yeah, Michigan, uh, Michigan State in twenty twenty one. Michigan has a number one class. Twenty twenty two state has a number we one have class. Three that straight be, years of good if you basketball. are a Michigan or Michigan State basketball fan, 
that should be so exciting to you. Like, yeah. I love that Mich- I'm a state fan. I love that Michigan has a top class because that just makes the Michigan versus Michigan State basketball rivalry so much better. So like, it's I like love that. When both of them are insanely good, the game only gets higher and more intense. Like when the Trey Burke, when we had Trey Burke and everybody, those games were unreal yeah. because just two top t- teams battling. Exactly. But yeah, let's get into the topic of today. So this is something that I've been super excited to do uh, ever since the offseason started. We are going to be predicting where the free agents, the top 20 free agents go uh, in free agency this year. Free agency starts on November 20th, which is a week from yesterday. It's going to be this upcoming Friday, which is coming up, you know. Mm -hmm. So this list um, is all unrestricted free agents. I didn't do any restricted just because they're probably going to go back. Like Brandon Ingram, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Those guys are going to go back to their. You have teams. one dude to the player option. Yeah, I didn't do anybody with player options either because, Except like, for Gordon game. Hayward and DeRozan, like, we really don't know what they're going to do. Drummond, I we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did put Jeremy Grant on here who has a player option just because he's going to decline it. Yeah, like, he, he's, he's worth he's, so much. He's now. going to decline his player option. But I don't know what these other guys. So, and by the way, this top twenty list. Um, you made it. I made it. I personally just gave the, the guys who I think are the most interesting, at least most impactful players. Sorry, Derek Favors and DJ Augustine. You didn't make DJ this Augustine. List. But, yeah, we, we are going to do this. So, starting off with the big dog himself, Anthony Davis, easily the top free agent in this year's class. Easily Easton, probably Where do you the got most. AD going? I mean, he's going back to Lakers. Yeah, he's, he's going probably back the to least Lakers, interesting man. big free agent ever. Oh, probably, yeah. He, he He's going back and to Lakers. And what's weird is we still haven't heard anything about him. No, but I don't think anybody's worried. Yeah, I mean, Nobody's like, AD, are you talk, going back yeah. to the Lakers? Let's just talk about who else are the Lakers going to get. Like DeRozan. There's yeah. so much talk about DeRozan. But, uh, yeah, that's AD's going back to the Lakers. So that's just – and we're going to review these, by the way, once free agency's over, see who got more right. Um. Fred Van Vliet is the next one. He's probably the biggest free agent in this class, not including Anthony Davis, just because, like we said, Anthony Davis really isn't even a free agent. No. Um, Fred Van Vliet, though, a guy who was uh, an undrafted free agent, or not, an undrafted <laughs> rookie, uh, played in the G League, never really been on a big contract in his life, and now he's you know the, the top free agent pretty much. So where do you think Fred Van Vliet goes? I think he's going to go to a non-contender. You're going to see him go to, I think, the Knicks, the Hornets, the Pistons, but I'm going to go with the Knicks. Just I think the Knicks will toss him a bag, unless they get Westbrook. But uh, I really see him going to the Knicks. I also went with the Knicks here. Uh, yeah. I, I was. Did you happen to listen to Fred Van Vliet on J.J. Reddick's podcast did this not. week? He was on there, and they were talking about contracts. J.J. Reddick was just talking like, he, he was like, I'm not trying to brag, but like I've always, you know, coming out of college, I was a top pick. Like, I've always kind of had that bag. What's it like for you, you know, like... You've never really gotten paid before. He go and Fred Vliet's like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm getting I'm, a bag. This I'm year. going. I'm chasing the bag. Like yeah. he goes, I'm straight up. Like I'm. I've got my championship. I want to go get paid. And good for you, Freddie. Yeah. And good shit. The Knicks probably will pay him. Uh, I yeah. really am scared that the Pistons will pay him too. And he has ties with Dwayne Casey, and I it scares me. I would love, like, I like Fred VanVleet a lot. Like, he, but again, a, I don't want to be good. Yeah, I just don't want to be good. And Fred VanVleet is a good basketball player, and he's never been a number one option. He could be a very twenty five points per game number one. Ooh, twenty five a game? You think so? Yeah, I really do. That's a lot. When 20, Freddie's there cooking, was thirteen he, guys who averaged twenty five this year, dude. Okay, so 22. <laughs> 22. But um, Freddie's a hooper. 
Freddie on that podcast too was just saying like he was like I would love because he's never really been the point guard either because yeah. he's always just been Lowry. next to I mean, he's been a point guard but he's just with Lowry. Um, but he was saying like I would love to be the leader of my own team someday. He goes whether that happens. He goes whether I resign in Toronto and I wait till Kyle is retired. Or whether I go somewhere right now and I become the leader. He goes, I would love to do that someday. I hope Freddie goes and gets his bag for four years. And I hope he pulls a LeBron and comes back to Toronto. See, I, I, I don't see why Toronto doesn't just pay him. I really don't. Like, yeah, me either. Because then you have him. This is this is what the contract would work. You sign for like a three or four year deal. Lowry and him could have like the same year that they end their contracts if they line it up right. Lowry can just retire and then you pay Freddie again. Yeah. And, hey, you're the... Freddie's only twenty six years old. Like, yeah, there's no, he's a young undrafted, yeah. rookie, or is he? Or free agent. Yeah, he's twenty six. Yeah, whatever, undrafted player. Like he was a lot of guys coming in there undrafted, and like they're old. Like hey, they're the four old. years. He was old. He played four years in college. So what was he coming in twenty two? Yeah, that's pretty old. I guess that's like, like way old. But like Duncan everyone. is twenty six. Yeah, and it's Duncan's second year in the league. I mean, Fred, yeah, Freddie's in like his third or fourth. He's not yeah. much farther, but. Yeah, Duncan's really old. <laughs> yeah, that that stat that we saw, Stephen Adams is twenty seven. Yeah, and Duncan is twenty six. What? Really weird. Next one, we have Montrez Harrell, a guy who, uh, another guy who really has never had a huge contract and is gonna get paid by somebody, a valuable center in this league. Where do you got him going? Again, this is another one where he's. I think he's chasing his bag. Uh, I think, in all honesty, you could see. The Knicks try and do their own little thing with getting Montrez and Fred VanVleet because I know their fans are mad of not getting any free agents anymore. And the Knicks said that they they are going to try to contend this year. They said that they're not going to do this. And I think that makes them a playoff contender. They're not going to do this whole like take another year and wait for free agency to hopefully we can be good. Like they want to start to contend because I do like Montrez and Fred VanVleet together. I really do. I think you put down Mitchell Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett. However, Hornets might throw a bag unless they get Obi Toppin. Less they than, can they can play Obi and, and I, I know they together. can, but like I'm saying, like I, I think would be the like, one I'd be worried about because he's more of a center on Yucca. But so, what team do you have? What I'm gonna say the Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah, I have Montrez going to Freddie's squad, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I think Toronto is gonna be looking for a big this offseason. You know, uh, they're not gonna have an extreme amount of money, but they're gonna have one per you know, twenty quite million a, yeah, quite twenty a mil a year because they're losing Ibaka and Gasol, which is a crap ton, but uh Siakam his huge contract extension kicks in this offseason. So um he was going from three million dollars a year to to thirty pretty much. <laughs> um yeah. but I think Montrez in Toronto just simply makes them better. I know that they're trying to chase that ring again. They're not really heading downhill. They they can't really rebuild right now with the pieces that they have, and they're still a really good team. They yeah, have guys. They're the, just so deep. I and mean, they're getting they're getting better. OG is only going to be better next year. Matt Thomas is probably going to become a rotational player for them. Norman Powell. I still to this day believe that Norman Powell is the number one like role most underrated role player in the NBA. Like he's so good. Who's um, the other back of one? Other than Fred, Terrence Lee. Davis, yeah, Terrence yeah. Davis, Boucher, Boucher is probably going to be gone. Was he on this list? I don't no. think so. But uh, I, yeah, they they only get better. So if you add Montrez Harrell, the team is OG is going to be very good next year. I think like elite three and D yeah. guard in the league. I just want to see OG average like like sixteen seventeen a game. Me too. I don't think it's possible if you put him bring in Montrez. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I think he can average twelve and be one of like the best. I don't. Trying to think, who's the best three and D player in the league? Clay, yeah, <laughs> but Clay is a lot more than just a three and. But D he player. is the best three and D yeah. player in the league. 
Yeah. 3D role player. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is a bucket. <laughs> KCP. So nice. Danny Green. I know he sucked in the playoffs, but he is. I still think OG can be better than Danny Green. And, oh, yeah. I compl- he definitely, I think he is. Yeah. Um. Next one. Danilo Gallinari. So there's been lots of talk. I, this is one I was like, I don't really know. Cause the talk has been the heat. Yeah, the like, whole time. For, and which makes sense. And there's he has came out and said that he will take less money this offseason to go and play for a contender. Yeah, he said he, he's, he doesn't he doesn't have a ring, you know. He's only worried about playing for a contender this year. I love him going to the Miami Heat, but there's so much talk with the Miami Heat <clears> about Giannis. <throat> now James Harden has been thrown into the mix. Where that's not really talk, but like if James Harden gets traded, he wants to go to the Heat. Like, that's a big deal. Right. You're going to save whatever you can just in case. I see him going to the Dallas Mavericks. <clears throat> I was thinking about that. I still have the Heat. Uh, just because you could, you know, you can always sign Gallinari this year, and then you want to go after Giannis, so you just you dump Gallinari. You know, mm-hmm. you you trade him for a lot of you know the 14th pick of the draft or something, or or you trade him to Milwaukee in a sign and trade type thing. I do um, like because Milwaukee. you can't you can't just sign Gallinari to a one year deal because he's not going to want to do that. You know, he's want to be locked up. Are you sure? Money. I think he could go for a one year deal. I don't think he would like Maybe that a two though, year because you, you he's going to get good money. He's going to get at least fifteen mil a year. You know. And you would like to be secured, you know, what happens if he gets hurt and then next year no one wants to pay him, you know, yeah. you want to be secured. Yeah, good point. So, I love Dallas, though. I mean, that that him next to KP is, I, I love the another guy next to Porzingis. Me like, too. That's my, I really believe that whether it's Porzingis still playing the five or moving Porzingis back to the four, like either with, way. With the jump, Luca, I think, will take next season. And I say jump because as if he wasn't a top seven <laughs> yeah. player in the league. He, As if he wasn't first team All NBA yeah. this year, he's going to take a massive—not a massive, but a jump next year. You throw in a third very good player. <clears throat> I think that team is yeah. going to be. Not, I still have the Heat they're, though, they're uh, not just a contender, because of all but. the rumors and everything. Next, we have my personal uh, biggest free agent of this class, most important free agent. That is Christian Wood. He is unrestricted, even though he's a young player, just because he uh, was—he's never. He wasn't like a high draft pick or anything, so he's he's not a restricted free agent. He is unrestricted. The Pistons do have bird rights on him, so they can they can dip into the luxury tax if they want to, but they're not going to have to because they have a lot of money. So, what are you going with for Christian Wood? As Pistons, he's got a he's going to get a bag. He should get a bag. From I'm going Pistons. with Pistons simply because I'm going to be terrified if they don't bring him back, mm-hmm. and I will be so upset. So upset. Everything is talking about he's going to the Hornets. That's all I yeah. ever hear is Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. Like, what? what's up with him and the Hornets? Pistons, if they don't throw him, I don't know what the cap is, like, when I'm not paying him. I, do you know? I personally don't think there is one. Like, you, you You're have saying, no, like, 26 mil? Like, you have no reason to not give him a big-ass contract. Yeah, good point. I mean, we're, Who else do we have to pay, you yeah. know? And he should ball out. Like, there's no reason for him to not be good. And this that's year. just uh, Christian Wood is just interesting because, like, he had just had that small sample size of games where he looked like an all star. It's just yeah. like, can he do that consistently? Well, everybody thinks he's like the next. Like, he's not next up, but like, he's going to be a big time power forward in the league now. Yeah, or center. I hope so. Center. He can play center. Yeah, he'll probably will play center this year unless yeah. we. Do I think something. you move Seku to the four. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, Seku at the three is is. I don't really know how much he doesn't really shoot the ball well enough yeah. to. Um. Next, we have a guy who shoots the ball damn well. Davis Bertans, probably the probably the best shooter in this, and maybe Joe Harris, but That's him and Joe Harris. Where you got Bertans going, man? He's a guy who definitely I think can make a team who is contending the favorite. Yeah, you know, me by too. adding him. 
Uh, I see a team like the Lakers going out and getting him. I don't think they have the money, so I'm not sure about that. Uh, the Mavericks again. He works there. I think Ford big. I think I don't know what the money situation in Washington is. I don't know much about it. I assume they don't have a lot because John Wall's still on that huge yeah, contract. Bradley Beal's not a big one. But I don't see why he doesn't stay in Washington and just try and make them. Yeah. Like, I don't see why they're not very good this year. So I I, uh, I, think, I see him staying in Washington. I got him staying in Washington as well. Uh, I saw when I was looking up just predictions of other people, a lot of lot had Boston Celtics involved. Um, I don't really like that. Which is interesting, yeah, because then... I don't want him to be a backup wherever he goes. No, he would probably start. You would probably just move. You'd probably just keep bring Marcus Smart off the bench, move Tatum back to the three. Yeah. Um, which I like that, but I just I don't really see it happening. Dude, though. that starting lineup is huge, but like <laughs> huge than like everybody's six nine. Yeah, <laughs> because like even the center is six eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bertans. Like I'm going back to Washington. That's pretty much it. Next, we have a guy who played very well in the NBA Finals and NBA playoffs this year. An older guy, so I'm really, I really don't understand, or not, not understand. I just really don't know what type of money he's going to get this offseason. That's Goran Dragic, you know, he because he's most of the time you don't get. I assume it'll be a short term deal wherever he goes, one or two years max. But I just don't know what kind of money he's going to get because he's older, but he played really, I, really well. I, I would think twelve or thirteen mil. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I was definitely say double digits. I just don't know if he's up in that. 15 plus mil category. I see him going like there's one team that's in my head that like I think he will go to because I just think it makes the most sense and that is the Atlanta Hawks. I really thought about that to be a backup. Yeah. Or I mean, or you can't start him and Trey. Who's the two? Kevin Herter? Kevin Herter, but Atlanta's going to do, they're going to, they have a decent amount of money to bring in a two or they're going to, they have the six pick. Oh, I think him just like kind of being like the mentor. Piece for no, I really like that because Goran Dragic is a mentor. Like he just he is that kind of player. Yeah. So, uh, you see it in his attitude and the way he talks. So I I would love him to go play with Trey Young and mentor him. I have uh, Goran Dragic <clears throat> resigning with the Miami Heat. Um, I don't see why the Heat don't throw him a one year deal. You know, we'll give him one year, fifteen mil. Like here you go. It's just just one year deal. You can enter free agency next year and go to another team, finish out your career if you want. Because then you still, if you give him a one-year deal, I really do think he would accept it, especially if it's higher money. And then you can go out and um, still try to pursue Giannis, you know, if you don't end up getting Gallinari. So I don't, I don't see why the Heat would not be aggressive to bring back Dragic to help him mentor Kendrick Nunn so Nunn can become a, a good NBA player. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I think he'll go back. I love the Eastern Conference this year. I think it's going to be I love so exciting. I love the NBA this Me year. Too. <laughs> it's going to be the most competitive NBA season. Yeah. Unless, barring Unless injuries. injuries. But I don't think that'll happen. Next, we have a guy who is coming off of a big contract, already has an NBA championship, been rumored with a couple teams so far. It is Serge Ibaka. Uh, where do, what, you know, he's been rumored to go to the Lakers, not to go to the Lakers, but the Lakers said they're they're chasing after him. What do you think of him? I mean, I really do think the Lakers is the perfect fit for him. I also think the Mavericks is a very good fit for him. You throw him Another next to big KP. That can stretch the floor, yeah. <laughs> and he's a, I mean, he's an incredible defender. Kristaps is known as a good defender, like good on ball switch defender out of pick and rolls, which is unbelievable yeah. for a seven three guy to be able to let's say that guy can go switch a pick and roll. Like he, those two in the front court, I think that's a deadly front court. You stick more shooters around Luca. That team's going to be good. I like that. So you're going with Dallas? I'm going with Dallas. I went with a team that I just I fell in love with this. As soon as I thought about it, I was like, that would be perfect. So New Orleans Pelicans, man. 
Uh, I saw that. You know, Derek Favors is gone. Or he's going to be gone. And, you know, they're kind of... Jackson Hayes is... I don't know if he's ready to start step into that starter role yet. Ibaka does it perfectly, you know, because Favors and Zion, I don't really like that because uh, Favors can't... Neither of them can really shoot the ball that well yet. Zion, you know... But Serge can stretch the floor, and he can also rim protect. I mean, Serge Ibaka, you know, like, yeah. he can protect the rim. He can mentor J- Jackson Hayes. You know, Serge doesn't have to play 35 minutes a night. You know, he can play 25 and start and still get Hayes 20, you know, so. Um, How old is Serge now? 32? He's older. He He's 32 or 3, yeah, because he's, he's the same age as KD. It seems like he's way older. I know. He, he seems way older than KD. Like Steven Adams. Bit. Him and KD are the same age. I think he's 32. Um... It's just the way he looks. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like he's been in the league forever, too. Like Steven Adams. Um, but, yeah, Serge has got that ring, so at the same time, he could go out and get paid by somebody. But I don't think he um, will. I think he wants to compete. Yeah, just the reason I went with this is because I think New Orleans is going to trade Drew Holiday, so they're going to have a little bit amount of money. Signing Serge to a one- or two-year deal worth about, yeah, I don't know, 15 mil. Wait, has mean, Serge ever been on a team that's not a contender? Th- he was on the Magic for, like, that oh, half a season. Yep. Yep, <laughs> that's magic. pretty much it. <clears throat> I don't and think they probably he... still made the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, next, we have... Another big, uh, who's coming off a big contract, it's Hassan Whiteside. This is an interesting one because he, we all know he's not going to go back to Portland, you know, just because he was there pretty much just while Nurkic was out. And then as soon as Nurkic came back, he was only playing like 15 minutes a night in the playoffs. And that that's not really what Hassan Whiteside is. He's, he's a starting center in the yep. league, you know, so. I think he's going to the Raptors. Uh, I know that's kind of like the favorite. I've always Hassan been the, Rap- the Raptors either getting Montrez or Hassan. Yeah, that's kind of So I'm going with the thing. Raptors. I'm going with the team that you've said a couple of times, uh, the Dallas Mavericks. I think the Mavericks bring him in on a one-year deal. Uh, think they start both of them? <laughs> start him and KP, yeah, for sure. I think you oh, move KP. So yeah, exactly. Big. Look, that that shot-blocking duo is not. You don't go inside the paint against that team. Hassan's another guy that can switch a pick and roll pretty. Yeah, well. I mean, not Hassan, as well as, Hassan's a pretty good defender. Not like, as he, good as KP. You know, but. he's he's a good rebound. He he does his thing on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but. He yeah. switched those pick and, and rolls. And Hassan, there was always there was talks about the Portland was going to trade him for Kevin Love this year, and you know they never ended up trading him because he played well for them until Nurkic came back. So uh, I think Hassan gets a one year deal from Dallas, so they could still try and pursue a big time free agent next off season, and Dallas just makes Dallas even better. Dallas will go out and get somebody this they, this offseason, yeah, whether it's via trade or signing. Yep, because the other talks Oladipo, yeah, which I love. Next guy, we have the best shooter in this class, in this free agency class. It is Joe Harris, former three point contest champion. Who you got going? I don't really or know. Where he going? I don't think he's going to go to a contender. Uh, I could see a team. Really? I could see a team like New Orleans picking him up. See, I think a guy like Joe Harris has to go to a contender. Else, what's the point of him even being on a team? You know, because he just he's that shooter. You know. Yeah. So I could see him going to New Orleans. Uh, I don't see him going to like. I think he's going to stay in the East. Don't see him going to the Knicks. Don't see him going to the Pistons. Don't see him going to the Pacers. So I'm going to go with going to the... What team did I just say? I don't know. Look at your thing. No, I just had them. Oh, my God. The Pelicans. I'm going to have him uh, going to the Pelicans. Are you just, like, thinking of this off the top of I your read, head? I read through them all, and uh, I them all picked. Um, I got him going to the Philadelphia 76ers, man. Yeah, just simply because the Sixers need shooting. Why not bring in the best shooter? You know, bring in bring in the best shooter. I uh, like that. They would have to do this, uh, probably depending on what type of money Joe Harris would want, but it would probably have to be a after Al Horford trade or after Tobias Harris trade if they plan on trading either one of those guys. Um, but I like Joe Harris in Philly because he's just like Jay Redick, JJ Redick was. So, yeah, next guy, 
Marcus Morris, a guy who uh, really took a leap last year in New York, became a 20-point-per-game scorer, traded to the Clippers, and be, you know was still a very good player. So This is another guy who I think is going to get a pretty decent bag this offseason. Oh, yeah. I think he could get like 18 mil. Like, yeah. So I don't think the Knicks are going to take him again. They don't want him back no. again. <laughs> uh, but I could see him going to like a contender at the same time. I could see him going to playing for the Raptors. I can't see him going to playing for the Sixers. I know they don't have the money yeah, right I don't, now. No, because he, he had beef with the that's Sixers. That's what I'm saying. Like the, attitude, Boston, yeah. the attitude issues with Joel Embiid and him. Yeah. There's no way they can mash unless they both decide, like, we're cool yeah. now. Let's he ain't be, going to Dallas. He got he, it with no. Luka. <laughs> so I'm going to have him going to the Raptors. I know we've had a lot of yeah. guys going to the Raptors. But I think he could actually fit there and be that voice for the Raptors. The Raptors aren't the loud. They're a quiet team, which makes them more fun, I think. And more interesting because they're a real team. Yeah. So, but I could see him going out there and being the voice of the Raptors. The thing for me, I could see him going to a team that isn't really a contender, but like has the chance to be a contender in the next couple of years. I think he's going to go to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Ooh, I like that. I like that because Porter is, he's on going into his, he has a player option, but he's definitely going to accept it. It's like worth like 27 mil or something. Yeah. Uh, so he, they'll have Porter for one more year, but the, the wing spot is just kind of the most questionable spot for the Bulls. Marcus Morris has been a four, but you you know you could play him at the three, um, yeah. And I just think he he brings a little leadership and a dog mentality to that that young Bulls team. Mm-hmm. Next we have Jeremy Grant. Uh, like I said, the only guy with the player option on here. Definitely, Jeremy Grant showed how how like good he can be for a championship caliber team this off season or this uh, playoffs. Where do you got him going? I've got him going. I love him. Like I think he is very big time player now. Like I think he'll be a stud next year. I've got him going to Dallas. I love Dallas. Really, there's so going many teams where I just like I, he could go to the Clippers. He could go to the Lakers. You know, like I like I'm the just, Timberwolves. Is another team I like. They don't have the money. I got him going to the New York Knicks, man. I, 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 dude, I just see the Knicks paying him. Like I, I really think the Knicks could fight for a playoff spot next oh, year based on what they do in free agency. Um, you know, the Knicks at the the. The three and four spot is really just like they got Julius Randle, they got Kevin Knox, like RJ Barrett. I would consider to be a shooting guard. So, um, you know, if they end up bringing Freddie Van Vliet and Jeremy Grant, like I like that. I like mm-hmm. that squad, you know. But I, I got him going to a team like that has a lot of money because I think he deserves a good contract. So I'm going with the New York Knicks for Jeremy Grant. Next team is a uh, veteran uh, who also was Jeremy Grant's teammate last year, and that's Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap can go a lot of places. I think it makes the most sense for him to stay in Denver as a contender I've and seen, compete. I've seen the Denver's owner said he they want Millsap to retire as a Nugget. I think it just makes the most sense. He played awesome in the playoffs. He looked really good. In, he did. In he played, certain he, moments. He, he played really good, yeah. In certain moments, he just erupted into, like, I'm still Paul Millsap, but I'm surrounded by yeah. good players. I've got him going back to Denver. Um, I, I, I would like to see him go back to Denver. I just don't really think it's going to happen. I think he's going to go to a team that's also in the West. That's going to be fighting for a playoff spot next year. And that's the team on my hat. That's the Phoenix Suns. Uh, <laughs> I, I like him with the Suns because the, the power forward spot is pretty much the only, like, what do we do? You know, like Cam mm-hmm. Johnson's like a three and a four. They got Sarge, but like, are they committed to Sarge? I don't know. Uh, Paul Millsap, I'm not saying he's got to start or he play 30 minutes. You know, he could come off the bench, but he just... He brings a leadership to that team that, you know, Ricky Rubio is pretty much the only guy there who's kind of like a leader. So, I mean, that's that's a veteran leader. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Devin Booker's a leader. But, um, yeah, I got him going to the Suns. 
Next player is a guy who just is coming off of an NBA championship win. A guy who gets a lot of hate, but man, he had a really good playoffs and is probably going to get paid because of it. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, man. Where do you got him going? He looked very good this year. Again, I don't know why I find Dallas as a contender for every player. <laughs> He's not going to Dallas, but he stud 3 and D wing guy. I can see him going to a team like Portland and playing the threes out there. Uh, Gary Trent, obviously. That's looked, interesting, yeah. Gary Trent looked really good in the bubble. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Trent and McCollum because you really can't play them both at no. the same time. And then you Trent's have... Trent's like 6'3", McCollum's like 6'1". Melo's a free agent who I also think can like say with the Portland and <laughs> say there. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Portland here. I'm going with the team that I said that this needs to be their offseason move when we did this uh, a couple weeks ago. The Atlanta Hawks, man. I think that Contavious called. They said they want to fight for the playoffs next year, which I really think they can do. And KCP is does exactly what they need for them to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. He brings the defense, and he'll knock down the three. They need the they need that with Trey Young and John Collins, who are not especially Trey Young. You know, isn't the best defender ever. So. Clearly, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Hawks for KCP. Next player is a guy who almost won an NBA championship this year. One of the most valuable role players in the league. That is Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Uh, I <laughs> interesting story about Jay Crowder. I, like, fell in love with him in, like, 2K15, maybe. When he was with Boston or Dallas? Dallas. He was a hooper in 2K. Remember when Dallas wouldn't trade Jay Crowder to get Porzingis? Yeah. They would, or to get Anthony Davis or something? Like, they were, they said they didn't want to trade Jay Crowder. They, that's why they wouldn't do Boston a superstar did that. trade. Yeah, that, did I yeah. say Dallas? Yeah, I think so. I meant Boston. Yeah. It was because Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder were the talks. And like, we're not trading Jay Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate that. And that was before Jay Crowder was, like, even that good. Yeah, it was, like, still, <laughs> like... Probably like a 68 overall in 2K. Like 74. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Jay Crowder a lot. I think it makes the most sense for him to stay in Miami. He meshed with the team so well. He just fits that Miami just, culture, man. He really does. 3 and D, but like scrappy, scrappy defender. I'm going with Miami. Yeah, I definitely see him, uh, if he does leave Miami, going to to a contender. Mm-hmm. I know he, He's just a type of guy that there's no reason for him to be playing for a bad team. I think it's his attitude. Like too. I said who uh, about Joe Harris, like there's really just no reason for it. Um, I got him going to a, t- to a team that I, I really didn't think about any free agency destinations for this squad, but if he goes to this team, this puts him over the hump, man. I got him going to the Golden State Warriors, man. Holy I can moly. so see Jay Crowder taking a, not a pay cut, but just not a big contract to, to contend, yeah, you know? Yeah, me too. Jay Crowder gets eight mil a year from the Warriors, like... Man, that Warriors squad is just... Good. That just adds to their wing depth, because now you have Draymond, Pascal... And Jay Crowder, who can all play the three or four. Mm-hmm. I love Jay Crowder at the three. No, honestly. Jay Crowder played the five uh, at times in, the, in yeah. this year's playoffs. Next guy we have is Aaron Baines, one of the best uh, stretch, ability, stretch fives in, in the league. So, The team where I want Aaron Baines to go to would have to make, it'd have to be after the Russell Westbrook trade where they free up cap space, is the Rockets. I yeah, don't that makes th- the most sense. I think it just makes the most sense, and it's the most fun, I think, sticking Aaron Baines there. I love Aaron Baines' attitude. He's not going back to Phoenix. He wants to be the starting center wherever he goes. I love a team like the Rafters, but I'm going to go with the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, okay. He wouldn't start, but... No, it'd still be Capella, but I yeah. like him I mean, he would be the sixth man. And I guess you for could... for John Collins and Yeah, you could, you could rotate them. Um... I got Baines going back to Boston, bro. I think he fits so well in Boston, he does. and, they, and he he like they he was meshing with them. Yeah, he, he got traded. He didn't leave Boston. They traded him to 
uh, to the Suns. I think just to clear up cap space, but um, I'd get him. I don't think there's any bad blood with him and the Celtics, you know. So I, I, I would love to see him go back to Boston. I think that makes the most sense. Me too. For him to, you know, go back to where he had fun, you know. So and going to a contender, I think he yeah. wants to play for a contender. Oh yeah, I just think it's the way Bands is. Next guy is another recent NBA champion. Uh, he already got his championship way back when, but he just added another one this year. One of the best playmakers of all time, Rajan Rondo. I've got him going to one team. I think he's going to go to his home homeland of Chicago and go and mentor Kobe White. Back to the Bulls. Yeah, back to the Bulls. I don't know how I feel about that. I love the it. Rondo Chicago thing did not work. I I I don't see. I know, but like it's like a it whole was like with him in now. Sacramento too, or him in Dallas. I mean, that didn't work. It's a whole new team. It's so weird how he just he had those like little stunts with teams that mm-hmm. just. Did the Pelicans was pretty nice, but yeah, no, that actually did work. Yeah, it Him did. And, but yeah. but the Dallas and Chicago and Sacramento was just like weird. Like yeah. that was Rondo was like, why is he even in the league anymore? Um, yeah, that'd be cool for him to mentor Kobe White. Um, I could, I might be able to see it happen, but I definitely just see the Milwaukee Bucks going after Rajon Rondo after you know they've pretty much fallen out of Chris Paul trade talks, which is surprising because we kind of just assumed that that was going to happen. Like Chris yeah, Paul was going to be a Milwaukee Buck, yeah, because. If you don't, I seriously think if you if you go out and get a guy like Rondo and say that's our competitive move. Competitive and I'm not saying move, Rondo has to be the starting point guard, but no. he, he could play a lot, you know? Yeah, like, but if that's your move to make them a competitor, it's just I don't think that's enough for Giannis to say, yeah, this team's really going all in for me. Desmond Howard on college game day picked Wisconsin to beat Michigan. That's not a big... What? Michigan... Graduate Desmond Howard, oh, Michigan Heisman winner Desmond Howard. I didn't connect that. <laughs> I didn't make the Picks connection. Wisconsin to beat Michigan. That's tough. That's tough. Desmond. Wow, that's sad, bro. That's sad. He is the Heisman Trophy, right? He's he's the one who did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He he did that. Yeah. Um, Desmond Howard. <laughs> is, that, is that all you got about Rondo though? Yeah. Next guy is a guy who's still chasing that ring. Man, it's Carmelo Anthony. He he what? I wouldn't really say he's a top twenty free agent, but I we had to include Melo. So, go. There's two teams that you can go to, and it's stay in Portland or go to LA and team up with your no. Best there's, friend. there's there's been rumors of other teams. I know, but like that's the only place I want him. Yeah, I want him to. I want him in Portland. I though. would really like him to stay in Portland. Me too. I love Portland, so I'm gonna go with Portland. And I don't see why he would. Portland's the only team that finally gave him a shot back and yeah. said we want you in the league, and he showed that he's still he's a leaguer, and everybody knew that he should be in the league. But it was about what team's going to give him the shot. Portland did it. He needs to stay in Portland. And the thing that I like about Melo is, you know, he's he's finally accepted his role. You mm-hmm. know, he he knows that he's not, you know, because in OKC in Houston, he really just was not favorable of his role. And now he realizes, like, after he didn't have a job for so long, you know. Atlanta, that, where he didn't even play a game. Yeah, Chicago, he got cuts. He got, he was the same thing with Chicago, too. So, um. I got Melo going back to the Knicks, though, man. That's been rumored this offseason. He said that if he came out and said that if Chris Paul uh, gets traded to the Knicks, that he would probably sign with the Knicks. Um, I'm not saying that Chris Paul will get traded to the Knicks, but I can just see him going back, man, because things didn't really end badly with the Knicks. Like, the Knicks were the one team that was like, we're going to let Melo run it until he like is gone. I mean, yeah. he, he averaged 20 his whole career until the year he left the Knicks and went to OKC. So Melo's um, been a hard player to watch have a downfall. Yeah. Because, like, because he was just so good. Denver, Denver, Mello. Like we didn't watch him. Like I like I, I watched the end of him. Yeah, I love Denver Mello, and then but Nick's Mello. Nick's Mello is the Mello that I know. Though. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just 
It's been really hard to watch him have a down. I like I said, dude. I kind of miss when like that one year when the Knicks were good. Like Tyson literally, Chandler. they had they had one year when when they were good. Like it was yeah. really weird. They sucked, and then they were the one seed one year, and yeah. then they sucked again. And yeah. that one year, man, I just like. It's kind of cool when the garden is popping and they're good. Yeah. Like and their highlights were electric yeah. that year. Jr. Amon Shumpert. They had Steve Novak yep. catching out. Uh, Pablo Prigioni. Yeah, Prigioni. Yeah, for real. Tyson uh, Chandler was Amari, on that team. Amari, obviously. Amari. Uh, Mello, but I just I, I like I think Melo going back to the garden. I think that's I'm all for it, man. Yeah, me too. I love that. Two guys left. Uh, two guys that were teammates last season after uh, one of them got traded. First guy is. I think one of the best like spark plug off the bench guys in the NBA, Jordan Clarkson, man. He 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 was on Utah last year and he was a huge piece to that team. Your guy, I know I don't know what you're going to pick here, but I think you're going to go with the Lakers because that was your main thing all year. I'm so going with the Lakers. I'm just saying, yeah. I, I he, he I think he goes back to the Lakers, bro. I think a, it works. It's a completely different team too. Yeah. It's, it's, this team has LeBron James on it. Like and I think he can fill in He was with LeBron James uh in in Cleveland when yeah. when he was in Cleveland, so I think it works because I don't I don't we we both don't think Rondo goes back to the Lakers. Yeah, not that Jordan Clarkson is Rondo, but he can be that, that ball spark ball plug. dominant. He player. can come off the bench and put up fifteen, you know, mm. like and not do it how Kuzma does it. I guess yeah. not just inefficiently. So, <laughs> where do you got him going though? I think he's going to the Lakers. You do? Too. I do too. And the last guy on this list is a guy who uh, really has just his name has not been talked about that much at all, like, in the past, like, two years, ever since LeBron left Cleveland. Uh, Tristan Thompson, man, uh, where, do, where do you got Tristan Thompson going? I've got Tristan Thompson staying in Cleveland. I know, so? he, I know he can make a team, get over the hump. Uh, I do I really like do him. like Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I like game. him in like, Boston. He's he's a great rebounder. He, like, he gets a lot of hate and everything for all the Kardashian shit, but, like... I love him in Boston, but I think he's just going to stay with Cleveland. I don't see any reason for him to leave yeah. other than they're not contending. But Drummond, it sounds like he's not going to accept his player option. Yeah, I don't know. And go take a pay cut. So I think you just stay in Cleveland. I got him going to a team that I think he's going to take <sighs> a big time pay cut to go to this team because he's he's gotten paid in Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't need any more he money. Made, he was on four year, fifty two mil, I think, uh, which is what sixteen a year or no, that's thirteen a year. I don't know. He was making more than that, but. Um, I got Tristan Thompson going to play with his best friend again, and that's going to the Lakers, man. Him and LeBron James are like some of the like they're LeBron right. talks about Tristan Thompson all the time. He yeah. tweeted something about him the other day, like how they went out to dinner. Like those two are tight. Like they're some of the best friends in the league. Uh and I think I could so see Tristan Thompson saying, Yeah, I'll take four mil to come play with LeBron again. So I have a question about league. Like whether or not this is you can do this in the league. Yeah. Like so obviously LeBron makes a lot of money not from the league. Yeah. Could he pay somebody to play with him? Like without like just like get probably hey, not. Here's some of my space jam money. I don't think he can. Probably not. It's right? probably in a contract that you can't like persuade that that's ta- is that it's tampering? tampering? But it's, that's so I thought only the owners could t- do tampering though, and the GMs and stuff. No, Le- Le- if LeBron says something in a press conference, he can get he got oh. in trouble for tampering. Oh yeah, that's right. With Ben Simmons or no, Magic Johnson got in trouble for tampering with Ben Simmons. Where yeah. Is that light coming I don't from? know. Oh, it's from the top of that thing. It's like sneaking in through the top. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all it is for uh, for free agency. So, last topic of the day, we're back on our top ten position ranks. Like I said, we're doing power forwards today. Wednesday, we're doing centers, and then the following Saturday, we're gonna wrap it out with our top fifty. NBA Which I am players. so excited for. That's gonna be fun just to rank them. 
Um, but let me tell you, this power forwards list is deep, bro. Deep. Like, deep. I did not realize it was this deep. Um, I wrote down 17 guys here, but I'm just going to name my my 15 through 11 real quick. Okay. Uh, and then you can just name your, your honorable mentions. mentions. So I'm just I, I'm going to name the 17 and 16, too. I just might go as well. for it. 17, Paul Millsap. 16, Kevin Love. 15, Jonathan Isaac. 14, Christian Wood. 13, Jeremy Grant. 12, Aaron Gordon. And 11, Tobias Harris. You got our lists are completely different. I Why? can tell you that right now. Tell you that right now. Because you got guys in your bottom. Like, you had... I don't even know who your 17 was. Was 17 Millsap? Yeah. Yeah, he's in my top 10. Really? Yeah. I like feel like there's guys I feel like there's 10. guys you forgot about. You think? Yeah. I so do. I'm going to like I'm like my 10, 9 and 8, I think you all forgot about. I made my list last night. Yeah. Uh who your Amba mentions though? Gallo, Jonathan Isaac, Zion, and Kevin Love. Gallo is an honorable mention? Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. I told, our lists are very different. All right. Number 10. I got Christian Wood. Yeah, I wanted to put Christian Wood on here, but I couldn't. Like, It's just like I have not seen enough of Christian Wood for me to consider him a top 10 power forward. Um, it let, Now, next year, it could be a completely different story, but I just I feel like it would have been too biased for me to put Christian Wood on here. I mean, I can't like, make a list. Do you think Christian Wood's better than Gallinari? Like, do you actually think he is? Maybe not. He had a better... No, I don't do you, know. Like, do you really believe that he's better than Gallinari? No, but I think next season he will be better than Gallinari. Yeah, no, I, he definitely could, but like, so like right I guess now. That, I guess that means right now he's top 10 to me. Because like right now, going into next season, he's going to be better than Gal. He is. I just so haven't seen him, it from Christian Wood. Like once I see <laughs> it, yeah, maybe after the first game of the year, I'll be like, all right, yeah, he is. But yeah. right now I, I can't. He's going to get a lot more shots than Gal yeah. too. Number 10 for me is a guy who I, I really, like I said, I, I looked up this list. Some lists had this guy at number four. Some of them didn't even have him in the top 20. It's Zion Williamson, man. Uh, you know, he's another guy who had a small uh, series of me getting to see him play, but this one was a little different than Christian Wood because he was just dominant. Yeah, he was um, a monster. I feel like I had to put Zion on here. Like, he's, he's sorry, Tobias Harris, but he's better than you, so... <laughs> I got Zion at number 10, man. My number 9 is a guy that I think is way better than everybody gives him credit for because of his contract. Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had Tobias Harris at 11. I mean, he was on my original list because I had Porzingis on my original list, and then I realized that he was a center, so I yep. had to completely change it up. Um, yeah, by the way, all these are off of basketball reference positions, so when you're like, oh, that guy's a center, that guy's a small forward. No, he's not. He's a power <laughs> forward. Um, um Tobias Harris shot like 47% from the field this year, averaging 17 points a game. Yeah, he like, just ran the he ran the three. For, I mean, he is a power forward because he you know he he played more power forward than small forward this year. But at the beginning of the year, he, he ran the three and it just didn't work. Like he, no. he's not a small forward; he's a power forward. I don't think he's quick enough anymore to be a no small forward, especially defensively. And in the league now, where you see a lot of two guards that can play the three. Yeah, exactly. Like real ball you can handlers. Just play two shooting guards. Like you yeah. see lineups like Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, and Shea out on the mm-hmm. court at the same time. Like with Tobias Harris guarding one of those or guys. LeBron, KCP, Danny Green. Yeah. I mean LeBron's the small forward who brings the ball up. Exactly. So at that point, KCP and Danny Green are both small forwards. Yeah. My number nine is John Collins. Uh John Collins has 
been a, a pretty solid power forward ever since he joined the league. He's still young, um, and he's only going to get better. So I got John Collins at number nine. And my number eight is John Collins. Okay. Yeah, I like John Collins' game a lot. I think we, we've talked about him a good amount on the show, too. So. I wish he was a little bit better defender, but like... I think he'll get there, though. He'll get there. Yeah, he's, he's an athletic this, He's only freak. in his like, third year in the league, yeah. so... He's an absolute athlete. Where is he from? What college did he go to? I don't oh know. Oh, my God, dude. I like know where everybody went to school. I, I have can't no idea where John, John Collins... Collins. Like, I want to say like Arizona State. He went... No, he went to... Oh my God! I like, dude. I know where everyone went yeah, to school. I don't I know where John Collins went to school. You and I want to say it, it was a random school. It was like a. I have to look it up now. You have to. No, like I seriously, because as I was thinking, about I want to figure it out before I look it up. But I'm. I'm you're no, not gonna Georgia Tech, maybe. Hey Siri. Where did John Collins go to college? Wake Forest. Ah. Oh, I see. I've never wrote it. I mean, that's not a random school because they have a lot of history. I did not know that. I should know that, man. That's tough. Where did Tobias Harris? Kentucky? He went to Tennessee. I thought he was a big blue college. Nah, he's a Tennessee guy. Tennessee. <laughs> Number eight for me is one of my favorite players in the league. It's Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., man. Uh, when I looked him up on basketball reference, he was a center. Really? It said yeah. pop- Did I not see it? It said center when I looked There's it up. There's no way. It Valanchunas. No, I looked it up and it said center. No way. Yeah. Look I at, looked you it can up. look it up I, right now. Okay. I, I mean, I believe you, but like. Because I clicked on, I went through, the way I did this, I went through every team. Not every team, but every team I was like, okay, big men, who do yeah. they have? And I went and I was like, Memphis, Triple J has got to be a power Why forward. is he a center? I don't know. So that's, Triple J is not on my list for that reason. If he was a center, yeah. he would be number Seven. And the thing is, that I, I don't think forward. I don't think he makes the center list anyways because center's pretty deep. But yeah, so I don't think it's gonna matter for once when we do our center list. But yeah, I mean that kind of sucks. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I didn't even look it up just because like I just assume like there's no way he's that's center. what I did. That's yeah. what I was like. I might as well click. To like see. I looked up most of them. Like I looked up guys like Lamarcus Aldridge and stuff just yeah. to double check that they were. I looked centers, up. But, I looked up Sabonis to make sure he was powerful. Yeah, because I didn't know. Um. Wow, that blows. Yeah. yeah, but I love Triple J, though. He's like Me one too. of my favorite players in the league. So My number seven is a guy you put at 17, Paul Millsap. <laughs> uh, I love Millsap. I think he fits everywhere in the league. Uh, See, I, just think, I think he's really talented. I think like I put Jeremy Grant above him like just because Jeremy Grant was his teammate and he was better. So like I like Millsap's game. I don't think he's better than Gallinari or Zion or John Collins. See, I think I think he falls under the. Is he I play like on, the Gallinari one? Is just the one. I know that, that one hurts me. for like, you. I know, but I don't. I think Gallo also like benefited from the. My team doesn't have a lot of great scores. Yeah, I think Paul Millsap. It hurts him playing with so many good. Not players. really. They don't have a lot of great scores on the Nuggets. So like Jamal they, Murray. That's pretty much like, it. Jamal Murray is going to score you twenty. Jokic going to score you 20. Like, Gary you Harris going to have you 15. Think too, this is pre, pre-bubble. Jamal Murray was averaging like 17 a game. Like, but you have other guys who are also averaging. Gary Harris averaged, what, 13 or 14? Probably 13, yeah. Jokic uh, averaged like 19. Like Will Barton get 14 a game. Then you have then in the bubble, you got MPJ. They yeah. start feeding him. No, you're right. You're right. Um, I don't know. I just, Millsap was, he didn't play as much as I, like in the regular season, as much as I, uh, would like as a top ten power forward, I guess. Yep. My, my number I seven. That, I my number seven is Gallinari. Uh, yeah, Gallinari's a beast. I mean, he. I. I. I can't wait to see him play for a contender this year. 
So but, I assume we're gonna have the same top six. I'm obviously not in the same order, but yeah, we'll I, think the same we're, six I think I think we're in the same six guys. Uh, number who's number six for you? My number six is Demonis Sabonis. Yeah, I got Sabonis as well. I figured we'd both have him there. He's a killer. He's, he is a killer, and I think that. Uh, technically next year he'll probably be a center because I assume Miles Turner is going to get moved and I don't know how much they like the whole Sabonis Turner on the court yeah. thing. Is um, his his dad is Arvidas, right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Was Arvidas a stretch big too? Yeah, he was, but he like didn't really like. He was more of like a Jokic type of guy. Like he was like oh, a playmaking center. That's awesome. Yeah. All uh, right, no Sabonis is awesome. I think Sabonis will jump into the number one option this year with Miles Turner being probably out. Be an All Star again. Oladipo yeah. will probably be gone. Unless they move, look at to Malcolm Brogdon or like, I mean Brogdon the, was a, after the first like month of the season, everyone thought he was an all star. He was balling. Yeah, he was balling. He's he's tough. I mean, yeah, 50, oh, 40, yeah. 90. Oh yeah, that, you can't argue with that. He's a monster. Top five. Who do you got at five? My number five is a guy that I wish I could put him higher. I know who but it I, is. It's Bam. I, yeah, dude. I, I I love that. I really thought you were gonna take Bam over the guy I have at four. Uh, just off of recency bias. No, I which love I, which ba- I love that you didn't. I I love Bam out of bio. Like everybody knows that the Heat. I right into the playoffs before the playoffs. Yeah. I said the Heat are my team, and he loves the ba- he always loved Bam. Like I, I, I like Bam a lot too. I and love I know Bam. Bam I, I, Bam's the center. He technically wasn't this year because yeah. Myers Leonard was the center. I know, really weird. Uh, hopefully next year Bam is a center because I I hate doing lists like this. They're so weird. <laughs> But yeah, I got Bam, and that's probably why Bam wasn't on the third team. You know, yeah. I was, I kept saying, well, there's no way Gobert deserved it over Bam, but Bam was a forward this yeah. year, so that technically that's probably why. And this, I want to mention <laughs> that you just mentioned it. Like this lists, these kind of lists are only harder because basketball is only moving away from positionless basketball. Yeah, exactly. To where positions aren't like going to exist next year. There's probably going to be several guys on this list who won't be power forwards because it just. Positionless like Jason basketball. Tatum probably won't be a power forward next year. Has taken over. Yeah. Like nobody plays positions anymore. Yeah. No, like no. the contenders don't have positions. I also had Bam at five, though. Number four. My number four is a guy I sat here and I battled with myself mentally. I said, I don't know who I'm taking. I put I put Jason Tatum at number four. Uh so there's three guys that I have in front of him. Really? Uh wow. And I just I think Right now in the league, after last year and going into the season, I think Jason Tatum, there's no reason he can't be number three. He won't be one or two. There's no reason he can't be number three. Uh, I think one and two is a, I mean, it's a big drop off after one and two. Uh, yeah. But he, Jason Tatum's a stud, and I I really like him, but I put him at number four. I thought about three and four as well. And if I would have done this list, like, a couple of months ago, like before the bubble and everything, I probably would have took Tatum at, or put Tatum at four, but I got Siakam at four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know me, I I love me some Siakam. I love spicy tea. I love the Raptors. Uh, but Tatum's just better, man. I mean, he really is. Like I I you know, and I'm not like I said the recency bias. You know, oh Siakam can only do spin move. Like sh- shut up with that. Like you know, he he was a dominant player this year. Uh, was all-star starter, you know, like all-NBA player, all-NBA second team, I'm pretty sure uh, Siakam was, and Tatum was third team. But I'm taking Tatum over Siakam right now, uh, and I definitely think he's also going to make the jump. I think I think they'll both make a jump this year, but I think Tatum makes that superstar jump this year. Yeah, and I, I do and too. I think Tatum's three for me, obviously. And Pascal's three for yeah. me. Uh, we, Which is really surprising. Like, I feel like it would be the other be way opposite. around. Yeah, because yeah, I will probably get it. I, I honestly figured you would have took Bam over. I thought you were going to have Bam at three. I Hell really did. No. I really no. did. 
No. You like to put bias into lists. I know, but you I'm do. not that Christian crazy. Christian Wood at 10, you know? No, but that's, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it Bam is. Bam at three would be And then like two and one, uh, I, I assume we're the same, but I could see people taking these the opposite way. I have two I AD, like, one Giannis. Okay, so do I. Okay. But I had a <laughs> okay. feeling that you were going to take AD over Giannis. No. I understand that Anthony Davis, you know, may won the championship. Giannis lost in the second round. Giannis is the back-to-back MVP, bro. Like Giannis is the guy. Like Giannis goes to any team he and they're a contender. Boy over AD. And the thing is about Giannis, dude. Giannis is just incredibly strong. That mm-hmm. dude is like he is. He literally is just dominant, like Shaq was. Yeah. Like, he he bullies his way to the rim. I, I'm a firm believer that Giannis is a better center than he is a power forward. I think he is a perfect Probably, center. Probably, but he's, but he's a good, he's he's a damn fast center. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you want to talk about positionless basketball, stick him on a team where they need a center. The Warriors? Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he, he plays center for them. They don't lose a game maybe all year. They might be the first ever 82 in, <laughs> team in history. Not really, but. Yeah. But is that wrap it up? I mean. I that wraps yeah. it up. So we'll be back on Wednesday the day of the NBA draft, there'll probably be plenty of NBA rumors by then. Let me check my phone to make sure nothing happened. Uh, Are we going to do it during the draft? No, we'll do it before. Before? Because the draft is at like 7, so we'll, we'll probably be done before the draft starts. So We have to be. I'm yeah. not miss- oh, we're, not we're not missing it. it so. Are you we're rushing it? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace.